There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Max from Jersey, and you're listening to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything. My question is, do you think the notion of staying true to your art can actually stunt your artistic progress? Okay, here comes the show, and remember, question everything. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor, Dane Baptiste, my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. Dehizza. Hello! And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked, and we're talking everything from... Everything from Max from Jersey's question... Do you think staying true to your art stunts your progress? Dane, that's a, that's a, a deep great one, question. Right? Max, you're a deep guy out there in Jersey. I think it's a great question. Yeah, I guess, Matt, is, it depends on what you define as progress or what your uh, criteria for progress. I would, on the presumption that you're talking about, like uh, professional and pro- industrial progress, I would say, um, not, I'd say no, not necessarily. I think. I agree with you. I agree with you. Do you know what I think the, the, the do you know I think the key thing is that, that you should keep in mind, Max, and anyone who's artistic, don't expect it to be a straight line. Yeah, exactly. That's the key, right, Dane? We all have bumps in our road of artistic life, and sometimes you have to. Sometimes you will do something shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, but it's is it shit because it's a the, the, um, the objective is for you to learn so but yeah it can be shit but by the same token if your only goal is to create and to enjoy what you're doing then nothing can be shit it can even be an experience um so and what i want to say is uh that dave Chappelle, for example is someone who is known characteristically for staying true to his art and doing so occasionally at at his own expense but over the course of the last week and over the course of the last year has emerged and is now being recognized as both critically and commercially as one of the best people in his field as well as getting his full payout for um, the Chappelle show as well recently by Comedy Central which means you know it may take longer than normal but if you stay true to yourself and to your principles especially when it is the uh, consumer which decides your progress mm. then um, it don't, you won't suffer but at the end of the day I just think like I said as, a, as an artist progress is not about um, financial success necessarily from the commercial acclaim it's about exactly. you know, being able to enjoy the process of expression. Great question, Max. And on this on this show, we ask and answer all the questions, don't we, Dane? Always continue to ask and answer all the questions. No question is too big, small, smart or stupid. We welcome all questions. And if you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify and you'll never miss an episode. Or subscribe to us on Acast, the world's largest podcast network. That being said, today's show is a very special show. It's the 100th episode of Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. Dane, did you ever think we'd get here? Probably yes, actually, I guess. But... I mean, I hope I hope we would. That's a good question, Howard. So that's <laughs> one of the questions. I think we'd get here. I, I'd say I hoped we would. Um, yeah. So I'd say yes, I, I approached it with optimism. And uh, yeah, it's been 
a very fun journey. It's been a very fun, fun journey. A couple of us. years. And today, listeners, we are bringing you a special episode where we are not just having one guest. We are having a couple of guests, like it's a party to celebrate the birthday of Dane Baptiste, question everything. And they're some of our favourite guests from the past hundred episodes. Uh, and I've, Dane doesn't know who they are. I've, I'm going to surprise him. Uh, are you comfortable with that, Dane? I am very comfortable with that. I don't think I've pissed anybody off. <laughs> <laughs> but a centennial episode comes back today, like you remember me. <laughs> so yeah, it good, it's a good it's a good observation. I'm very happy that um, people have uh, been uh, are so nice to return to the show. Um, it is because of these people of the of the first 100 that we've gotten to this point. So you know, whoever these people are, they are responsible for us arriving at this point. So they're always welcome, and I am forever grateful. So looking forward to it, Howard. And so on, on today's show, our first guest is. Our first guest, the first guest we ever had on Dane Baptiste Questions Everything. We recorded this episode, well, kind of best part of a couple of years ago, and we were in a place in Brixton, uh, and now we all live in an apocalypse where we record it remotely. But I'm um, delighted to welcome to the show one of your main buddies in comedy, Kay Curd. Hey, it's my Kay, my Kay. My KD, let's bring him in for sure. Absolutely. It wouldn't be right. It wouldn't be right if it was 100 episodes without the man himself. What's going on? Yes, mate. Man like, what's happening, man? Good to be here. Good to be here. Thank you for coming back. A hundred, we, this is our 100th episode, man. You started it. Are we actually recording right now? Or like, or we are recording yeah. straight in. <laughs> No, nah, because you know when you don't know, like it's like, hi guys, we're gonna have a bit of pre-game chat. <laughs> we're going straight in. We're going straight in. It's good to be here for episode one hundred. This was merely an idea. You brought me on, and now look, now look, it's, it's flourishing. Absolutely. I'm not gonna take all the credit for it, but listen, <laughs> episode is literally very important. You have one percent credit though. I think I think right now you've got now literally two percent credit. <laughs> but obviously like listen first episode is very important if it, if I had a shit question it would have all gone downhill like I don't know if we should release had to get the pilot exactly had to get the pilot popping the pilot episode had to, had to bang <laughs> people love that first episode and you know I mean obviously nothing's changed in the world since we recorded it it's all I mean I was I was looking you say that you say that Howard when you think about it like because Kay's question as I recall in the first episode was how come you're still here when you could go to America and um, <laughs> well, it wasn't like that, but essentially, I mean, it wasn't worded. Like paraphrase, but it was a good point. It was a good point, though. But um, you know, I think a lot of things have happened which have helped answer that question. I've since then, I've I've made some more inroads into the states. Like I've had um, a uh, commission for the format of of a sitcom. Uh, now signed with a new representative in the states as well. And um, yeah, I've now done a show where I directly highlighted the issue of losing non-white talent to the Americas um, in Bamus. So, yeah, man, mm. it was it was a good, a good catalyst for me to get my, my, my thing popping, Kay. And what about yourself? How's things been? Um, do you know, I don't even know how to answer that anymore, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate the cliches of there's light at the end of the tunnel, there, we're all in it together. <laughs> it's just a new normal, isn't it? It's just a new normal. No, fuck all of this. I'm depressed, I'm sad. I'm lonely. It's boring. I'm all of it. Bored. I'm bored. Yeah, bored. Like, and people are like, um, do you know the one thing I hate as well? I bet you've got loads of material, but <laughs> <laughs> shut up. 
Where would I go to have material? Where would I go to have material? I can't go. I can't socialize. I can't observe a phenomenon. I can't anything I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing the same way as everybody else. And then I don't have anywhere I can actually break down ideas in the first place. But but it's like all of the premises that we would have have been done as like videos or TikToks or tweets and yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's like anything that's sort of like relatable about this period of time now has been like done to death. So you're just like, what do you expect? Oh man, I bet you're loving this. Yeah, you've got loads of jokes coming <laughs> from this, man. Can't wait. Like, nah, bro. Like, what, that that first moment where everybody gets back on stage. I mean, some people are still going to be just doing the same jokes they've been doing for 13 years. But like, yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> some people, it's institutionalized. <laughs> then it's like you know, it's like it's like being incarcerated. Some people are just going to go right back to what they were doing before. Yeah. Some of us have been locked down, being like. I want to really change my life for the better and make something of myself. Some people are like, mate, as soon as I touch the road, back to business. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, the thing with Tinder is... Nah, shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and football shit now as well, isn't it? For Watching football is so dry without the crowd there, right? Do you know, I'm still grateful that football's on because the first lockdown, I don't think people remember how boring it was like when there was no sport. No sport. Mm. Bro, you couldn't even find badminton or table tennis to watch. Like, yeah, there was nothing. Was you were on BT Sport, like looking for a crumb of like sport, just, like, just anything. Remember when when the Korean league started up, and we were all like, "Oh my god, I'm watching Korean football." We cared about Korean football. It was like, "Oh yes." Right, um, so, but like, yeah, but football is crap, and like, right, we're well, not crap, but like. It's unpredictable. It's weird. It's dry. It's just drier, isn't it? It's just a bit dry. Oh, I think that's like, of like something else as well. Tactically, the game's gone. VAR and all that. Stuff. Yeah. I think now, like, there's less less uh, focus on individual brilliance, and it's more about building. Um, no, it's numbers. It's not. It's numbers, and it's very quantitative. Yeah, it's like Formula One. I think Formula One has been become very similar, with the exception of like you know standout players. Uh, uh, I, I still think Formula One's a lot more exciting. When Hamilton leaves, you'll see you'll see how exciting. Formula I mean, he he, he keeps he keeps it exciting, but it's like with no 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 no. I think I think Lewis Hamilton's so good, he makes it boring. So yeah, Schumacher <laughs> Schumacher used to do the same. Yeah, right? Schumacher used to do it. the moment Lewis Hamilton leaves, which will be a blow to the sport anyway. But the moment he leaves, it's going to be a lot more competitive. You see, when he was out for one race and how weird and competitive it got. Like it's yeah, mm. but he can't he can't leave. But if he leaves, he should be able to leave it to do something like onto like greener pastures or I guess more um, astrological. I think Lewis Hamilton and like people of his caliber should be able to like graduate to like rocket ships. Like you should be able to like do races <laughs> to the moon and stuff, and then. Like that's the next level, isn't it? If Formula One is boring now, like Formula, actually Formula Zero should be like intergalactic travel. Not I'm crazy, but you just get like a rocket, and it's who gets to the moon quickest. That was called the uh, space race, and <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Formula One and Russia lost it, and it required a lot of money uh, that could have been spent on. Hey, I've got something about space exploration, right? And I don't think people uh, like. I always ask, what's the point? Oh, I'm so with you. Where's the fucking tele- where's the teleporting? Where's the fucking where's the fucking aliens? This is water. You found water on Mars. I don't give a shit. Genuinely though, like, what's the point in it? Like, realistic- well, you know what? realistically, yeah. When they go, oh yeah, they, um, we're gonna ch- see if. So what? So what? There was life on Mars. There's back to. I don't give a shit, bro. Like, I am here. Like, uh, like look. There's still homeless people in it, like, and this That's is billions 
and billions in order to just fly a rocket up where people are literally shitting in plastic bags in a rocket for months, <laughs> right? Absolutely, but people shit on the sh- in plastic bags on the street too, Kay. Like I say. <laughs> my, point is, my point is, like, do, do you know what I mean? It's just like, what, what, what benefit am I getting from finding out, like, I'm insignificant in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. Like, you might be able to put in like an early bid for like land and property, or have a street named after you on Mars one day. No, like, like, you know, a housing complex. <laughs> and listen, like, if sci-fi is anything to go by, right? There is nothing good from exploring space. There is nothing good. That's just beef. Happen. Just loads of beef. That's there always going to happen. We're, we're just, we're just going to end up fighting someone that's stronger than us. But we're, we're a beefing, we're a beef, we're, we are a beefing uh, race um, in, uh, in, uh, in, uh, in interplan, uh, interplanetary scale. So it's not like we're, you know, like on Earth and called all the other species. Oh, I, thought so if we, I thought he was talking about black people. I was like, Dane, this is very off-brand. For <laughs> No, no, black people get. I mean, I was like, like, I was like, Dane, you're doing outdoing all the great work you've done. Kind like, yeah. <laughs> to cancel myself before I get to Mars. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna get to Mars before I can. Listen, I just, I think space exploration. I mean, I think so far as government sponsored space exploration, I think for a long time the idea of like the space race was to replace um, war bonds and getting people to like put tax money towards bullshit that they will never see any return on themselves directly. No, listen, man, just going to space is just a dick measuring contest. To an, yeah, to an extent. That's all it is, right? Because now even like the UAE is getting involved on it, India's getting involved in it and whatever. Everyone's like, hey, look, we can go to space. I don't care. I I'll don't care, you, bro. Formula Zero is coming, man. Are you? And also, yeah, I was having this discussion with someone the other day, right? I don't have any um, desire to go into space when people are like... Oh, oh it sounds it. horrible, doesn't it? Bro, <laughs> if you think lockdown shit, how do you think you're going to survive six months <laughs> on a space station? In a on a space station. Well, yeah. just to say, Kay, you know, like, it's so good to see you and have you back on the show. And we're, we're bringing a few people back uh, in this episode. We're going to bring someone else into the room, uh, but we're bringing back someone in from, you know, it's a long time ago that we did episode uh, 11. Day, mm. uh, where the subject, one of the most contentious subjects we ever had, which was potato based. Oh, um, yeah. So I'm very pleased to welcome back onto the show, uh, my this friend and back. yours, yeah. the, 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 the big man, Ishan Akbar. Here he is. E funny bags. A salami bacon. Hey, salami <laughs> bacon. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Ishan, you, you've grown a beard and look like you've been through an apocalypse, which I guess we have. You, uh, an apocalypse of beauty. Listen, first of all, down to this 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 mauve um, hoodie, very much thank so. You. Like, <laughs> thank you. I, he looks like an ethnic Teletubby. This is great. Listen, like, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Walsh keeps taking the piss out. I think it's a nice colour. I think it suits it's me. It's a great colour. Who, who was that? What was that name you just dropped? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Walsh and I are besties. <laughs> No, it's, it's a great colour, man. On Zoom with Sean Walsh, uh, star of Live at the Apollo, amongst other things. Yeah, <laughs> and the microphone as well. The star of Strictly Come Dancing and Kissing. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> the star of Kissing. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show, Ishan. You were, you were episode 11. We are now on our 100th episode. Episode 11, released on the 9th of September. What a day. It was a yeah. day. Yeah. A day that will live in potato-based infamy forevermore. <laughs> Since then, have you discovered? I discovered a new type of potato, like where they, they basically cut it like it's like you know, like um, 
uh, like a Hasselback. No, like a accordion. Yeah, nice. they do it like an accordion. Yeah, Hasselback. Yeah, they deep, they deep fry it. So that's yeah, nice. yeah. It's buff, and then you can put like cheese sauce in it and pass it. Oh, it's lovely. It's crazy. Mm. I mean, I can't put cheese sauce in it because I'm lactose intolerant. That's still not oh, changed, yeah. but I'm still nothing's changed. Like, yeah, so yeah. Nothing's trying to in, in, innovate on stuff. I made some. I got so bored on lockdown, fellas. I made like homemade hash browns the other day. Rusty, uh, you made like a little rusty. Homemade there, hash yeah, browns rusty. are great. Did yeah, you yeah. drain the? I never know what kind of towel to use to drain the. They are great, but you know what's greater? Being the fuck outside, Ishan. Yeah, <laughs> <that's true. laughs> but interestingly, no, I was talking to someone about this the other day. I don't know what you guys think about food in in and, and like your meals in lockdown have become extra important. I don't know if you agree with that or not, but it's a, it's an hour. It's an hour. Of, it's an hour of being able to you know escape from the tedium of being in my freaking house. So yeah. Also, I'm eating healthier than I ever have because I've got an air fryer and I'm cooking like most of my meals. To be, fa- uh, to be fair, Ishan, eating healthier than you ever have is not hard for you. <laughs> yeah, listen, <laughs> it is. I'm having fried chicken in an air fried. Usually, way. I have samosas. Now, <laughs> yeah, now I've, I've, I've shifted. Sure. What it is, it's, it's still fried, but there's no stains, K, and that's what counts, yeah. okay? Yeah, exactly. I usually deep fry my bacon, but now I use a one calorie spray. Just like, <laughs> pow, pow, pow. <laughs> it makes a huge difference. Makes exactly. You can what take- about you, Kay? Are you, are, you, are you eating differently in lockdown? Are you kind of like spending more time making your food or? I've got a meal prep company sending me food. So, Oh my um, God. I mean, that's much worse than it. I used to have a meal prep company sending me food and then she died. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 well, the day the day that service starts again, you'll be fucking scared, each other. <laughs> you know, the zombie delivery. Yeah. You know what, bro? Like, I just feel like, um, uh, like I've been through so much. It's only been a year, but it feels like it's been much longer, isn't it? Like, I feel like a year's a long time, bro. A year's yeah, a long but, time, though. A year's no, a very but, long time. No, but like, even my days feel like different days now like yeah, I mean, yeah. like I'll do something in the morning and it's like fuck was that today like, <laughs> like yeah. last week got bad for me literally last week for the whole week I woke up and I was like again just that life just that life I was just like I'm not gonna lie to you I felt like that since about June bro like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm just like, what, another day of this shit? Like, I can't, like, I'm done. Uh, and do you know what? I wouldn't really say, like, I'm, like, I don't crave things like uh, nightclubs or bars or pubs or any of that sort of stuff. But it's just, like, being able to go out and seeing people and, like, just... Well, like, I also think, Kay, like, you know, like, the, the, the phrase cotching, which I'm sure many of us know, like, just hanging with your mates. I right? loved like... Howard saying that. That's how <laughs> well, yeah. when I say it. <laughs> I've, I've said that phrase before I started this podcast. I want you to know. I've said that phrase for the decades. The order of, of the old quarters full gang has changed significantly. <laughs> no, I'm so happy. <laughs> and now we've expanded it. Howard went on urbandictionary.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from East London. I'm from East London. Tell them, Howard. East London. But old school. Anyway, my point was going to be that it, it's just like I had a Zoom with some mates from school last night. And at the end of it, we'd been on for about 90 minutes. At the end of it, everyone was just like, you know what? I'm kind of, I've had enough. What, of each other? 
Yeah, well, it, just the Zoom experience. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah. you're like sitting there and it's like, okay, well, we're not at a pub or we're not around someone's house yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's just like, right, well, that, we've kind of talked enough now. Bye. Like, yeah. There's not really much more to say, is there? It just gets a bit awkward, doesn't it? It's that point where most men have what's called a porn seizure where you're like, why am I still <laughs> looking at the screen and I don't remember what happened the last 10 minutes ago? Because you probably would have like, looked at a porn tab by then. Yeah. And then done yeah, what you need to yeah. do and got back to normal stuff. But you're just like, staying at the screen for so long and I haven't got a deadline like why am I doing this what the fuck is going on and so that's probably what happened Howard is that at one point one of your mm. friends was kind of like I'd probably be looking at porn by this point now and I'm still talking to my friends and that's weird but then also when you're hanging out in a pub or whatever you can like you can break off and hang out with someone else you can have a fag break you know yeah. whatever it might be you can't do that on a Zoom exactly you can't lie to your wife on a Zoom about what you're doing <laughs> um, speaking of wives um, we've actually got another guest to bring in uh, now uh, this is a guest from Ooh. episode uh, 97 so quite a recent one uh, it's one that we had a lot of fun on, uh, uh, on Dane um, with um, you guys someone you all know uh, Baba Tunde Aleshi this is uh, yes. Uh, yes the shit stars in their eyes ever <laughs> <laughs> you can this tell him when he goes. This is my podcast, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> this is my welcome to, the, welcome to the show, uh, Bobby. He should be joining us any second. Isham, don't cut your hair, bro. Just shape it up, man. This new luxurious beard of yours, it really suits you. I, I'm going to trim it today, but the hair is just... I'm doing QI next Wednesday, so I don't know what to do about it. What? I'm worried about the hair. Well, so, what was that? I couldn't hear you. Was that again? Oh, I'm doing QI <laughs> for the second time next week. What is that, Aisha? Just in case our listeners don't know. <laughs> it was actually quite interesting uh, that you, you asked me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. Walk on, walk on. Yes. There you go. There you go. Welcome, Bubba. You made it back to the to the to the hundredth greatest, the hundredth episode where we've been looking back at some of our favourite guests, and you were only on it a couple of weeks ago, and we loved you so much, we wow. got you back. Come on, Look that's that. how you know. Like, obviously, it's it's in the blood, fam. You know. It, <laughs> Ask the questions that need to be asked in the right way. What episode was K on? What? The first ever episode. Original. Jeez, original gangster. It was a pivotal moment, bro. Like, I mean, it could have all gone there. The pilot stuck. Damn. If you want a podcast to work, you get K involved, first of all, then you move on to something else, and then you get your food properly. The whole time. Kay can bring you to the door, innit? It's whether you want to walk through or not, it's up to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guide you. You could take a man to the river, do you know what I mean? But you can't take a drink. At this stage, Kay's like, who's going river? Let me come. Who's going <laughs> to the river? Yeah. What's the river yeah? What's the motive? What's the motive at the river? <laughs> Even the river. Hi, Baba Tunde, how are you feeling about getting your walking papers? You got any plans for June the 21st? Um, nah, I ain't no plans, bro. Actually, no, 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 no. That's a lie. My wife has um, decided to book holidays oh, oh that is risk all right all right all right it is that risk, is, it is risk. way too much confidence but it is, it's, it's, it's a staycation it's a staycation <laughs> look at the beauty of having a wife that earns more than you bruv just like... <laughs> 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 well she's just taking us away um, yeah. <laughs> i just carry the bags my budgies and i'm on my way so uh... <laughs> Where, where you think where you thinking of going for everyone in the group? My question is: um, if money is not an object or time, first place you can go when you, we leave lockdown, where would you go? Starting with Howard. Oh, um, I will go to Thailand. Uh, that quite wealthy lady that I married, her family have got a place out there, 
and uh, it's sick. And what's up with these Habs, man? His husbands and boyfriends. Well, my wife is my life. nice out there. So you know, yeah. once lockdown's over, she knows I've had a really rough time, and so she's gonna fly me out there. <laughs> And um, bring the baby to, you know, we've got kids. chamomile all over my body as well. <laughs> Honestly, Thailand is a fucking great... I know you guys ever been... That is a big place. you dirty bastard. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. I was a bit, I was a bit worried. When you, when you started your sentence, you said, my lady. I was like, where's this going? Oh, I was like, where's this going? Exactly. And, and not, because of, not because of the act, but more because of the nomenclature, Howard. Yeah. The term is yeah. trans woman, not the, yeah. the, the old... My wife. My female wife, Tara. Uh, uh, you mean your cisgender female cisgender, wife? Cisgender yeah. woman wife. You can't say female either, how because female all species have female. A Homo sapien is a woman. Yeah. The female species of the species is a woman. Right, that's yeah. way too right. much, cuz. Where are you going, Dane? Where are you going after? Um... Where am I going? I, I don't know. You know. I don't know. I think I'll probably go to the states first. To get my um my citizenship sorted, and it I've not been. Yeah, back. I was I was gonna say you've got to protect <laughs> post post Biden citizenship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when they like, where have you been for the last um last year or so? I'd be like, um, have you seen the news, brev? So <laughs> <laughs> where do you think I've been? <laughs> Safe. So yeah, I'll probably go to the states, and then I have a holiday booked for the Emirates in October. Ooh. As in, okay. That's- oh, as in the Emirates, as opposed to. Uh, Arsenal. Well, Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal, yeah. Don't, don't, don't go to the Emirates, bro. Don't, nah, go, don't, don't go to the Arsenal Emirates. Emirates. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a mid table hotel. When they so turn up, you. I'll turn up, Ishan. There you go. <laughs> when they turn up, I'll yeah. turn up. So, yeah, I'll probably do States. Kate, what do you say you would do? I have no flipping clue, but at this point, bro, I'll take, like, I'll, I'll go to any of them shit. I, I know where Kay's I'll, going. I'll go Zanti. I'll go. I'd be far. <laughs> Malia. <laughs> Anywhere, any ER. Without- <laughs> obviously, okay. Obviously, you're, aren't, you, aren't you going to go see your special friend? No, bro. I'm going to any sort of like anything, anywhere with a bit yeah, of okay. sun and a bit of beach. I'm going there, bro. Anywhere, anywhere that needs for K to change his watch and involves yeah. <laughs> being on a plane. Man's on it. <laughs> as long as I've got to change the time zone. As long as I've got to change the time honestly, zone. After, after like, after being in Britain for a year and a bit now, like. I like Sick and I just, tired of it, innit? Any, any, <laughs> yeah, anything would be great. I'll be uh, at least I'll go Vienna, Austria. I don't care. Like anywhere. Vienna's come with me to my first trip, Bangladesh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we can make a TV show out of that. Let's do it. I'm saying, to be fair, this is the most. This would be the most diverse travel log that you could ever have. But this, it'd be this, so funny. this is this is actual Bain, you know? No, it wouldn't. I think we've got we've got you've got. Afro Caribbean, you got the B there, you got the A, Ishan doing the A, and uh, I guess Kay and, and Howard do the minority ethnic. Or Middle Eastern. Middle. No, oh, no, no, no. Why doesn't it stand for Middle Eastern? I guess because that would also be Asian as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Bame is a terrible term to use. By the way, just to clarify, I'm not going to Bangladesh. I'm going to go to South Korea. That's where I want to go. Oh, really? Yeah. Any particular reason? I'm just obsessed with the place. I think it's just like. Such a cool place. Are you into K-pop? Cool vibes. Are you into K-pop? No, no, no. I'm not. No, I'm not. But I just feel like I feel like it's a good country to go to to be like this is how a country should run. Yeah. After Britain, you want to go to a place where like this is how shit is done properly. Like New Zealand is nice, but it's just a bit too far away. I feel like when I go to South Korea, I'd be like this is how you balance being Asian and being European or like Western in one place. So I want to go to South Korea. Abba, Abba, what about you? Uh, if I if I had anywhere I could go, I'd go Barbados, man. 
Of I've, course. I've been there before. Oh, lovely. Lovely. He's lovely. Guy, bro. Rich wife. Being <laughs> 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 a mission. That's it. I um, so we've got one more guest to bring in. Oh, um, I know. We have one more guest, which is from episode 14 of uh, the 100 first episodes, uh, and it's uh, the brilliant Athena Kugblenu. Yes! Uh, I'm going to say, if it's not a woman, you're... I'm about to say, trying to ruin the whole yeah, podcast yeah, after no, 100 episodes, Helen. I, I, I did my best, guys. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, hey, 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 welcome to the hey, show. Look at hey, look at this gang. Hey, hey, oh, 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 you can see a baby. Yeah. Wake up. No, I'm joking. You're rude. You're rude. Right? So rude. You've let me think. just got such a calming aura around her. Like, Max. I could already smell yeah, the stage and everything like, as soon as she came into Zoom, bro. Yeah, there was all this testosterone flying around and you, like a like a net, with a net, just caught it all and just... Like, I'm, a testosterone, I'm a testosterone magnet. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Like, I'm, I'm taking it all from you. That's but Athena, when you came on the show, um, you know, uh, you were you were pregnant, right? If I remember yeah, correctly. That's how crazy it is. I, I was pregnant with my first one, like three wow. years ago, and I squeezed out another one. So the next anniversary, God knows what, there'll be like a nursery. <laughs> I love that you emphasise that you squeezed it out. Although none of us had any doubts about your pelvic floor exercise integrity, Athena. We know you're on top, of, on top of things. Let me see, baby. Let me see, let me see, let me see. We can see the baby, guys. So, uh, our listeners at home. Oh, oh I love baby. Like, I can't angle him. Like, there you go. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Ion. 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 Enjoy. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so That's Can I? Here's a great question. I'm going to ask you, Athena. If I, if you were to leave the your baby with one of these four people <laughs> for the afternoon, which, which 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 one would you trust to be in charge yeah, the, the most? Mind. I love my child. <laughs> <laughs> Athena, come on, man. I'm like. Kay's looking at me right now, like you're gonna eat, like yeah, I feel like a baby sandwich for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, way, so... the way his face was expressionless, just then. Most people are like, oh yeah, hold the baby, that'd be nice. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna eat that baby. Gonna eat <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, Kay's. Like, it has to be Dane. I mean, come on, like what? Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, no, hold on the on, level on. of disrespect. I'm a dad. This is mad. I'm actually a dad, and you'll pick Dane <laughs> over me. And I'm a good potential dad. I mean. Explain my thoughts. Okay. Can I just say, Babatunde is a mother's partner. <laughs> I'm in my son's room now. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is my son's bedroom. That's not what. This is my son's bedroom. Wait, wait. So what you mean to say is you kicked your son out of his room? Yes. <laughs> I'm in his bedroom. Look, I've got his Mario cushion. <laughs> He's in the kitchen right now, playing with knives and shorts. Exactly. <laughs> I'll just put a puppy to sleep next to me. There's a puppy is right there. Yeah, exactly. dead, dead the puppy. That's what you're saying. Right Listen, now. <laughs> a mother knows best, guys. The decision oh, is made. Look at Ishan's dog. That's the nice so dog, the, the dog. The dog is on the bed. The dog is on the bed. Where would my child nap? Exactly. The dog's exactly. on the bed. In my, in my arms. In my arms. There you go. See? In my arms. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for showing us your look arms. Look at these there, bosoms. Isha. They're so warming. No, <laughs> no, you know what? To be fair, I would give my baby to Ishan. If I had yes, Baba. Really? <laughs> And where and where does he put the dog? Okay, where did where, where does the dog go? Nah, thanks. Yeah, go? you gotta put that dog out. I ain't bro. gonna lie. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I feel mad disrespected. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got a Rottweiler. You can't feel disrespected. You got exactly. a Rottweiler. 
Exactly. Yeah, do you know how, how much love and care I had to give that Rottweiler for it not to turn out violent, bro? Yeah, to turn, not to turn into a Rottweiler. So, as you can see, Athena, Kay doesn't know when to walk away from, from a bad situation. Dog's <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's like, I can change her. I think there's a big difference, though, between looking after a baby and looking after a kid, right? Like, I'm like, I don't know, Kay. Bro, bro, bro. Most of parenting is just being there. Like, (laughs) yeah. Honestly, that's the face. Do you see do you see her face versus mine? I'm like, yeah, no, he's right. Yeah, yeah. And she's just yeah, yeah. like, what? Yeah. I'm literally just there. The man, this, the man said most of parenting. You know what? This could be a parent. This is there. <laughs> it's mug. No, but like this. Most of parenting is just being there, you know. Right? You just need to hit me up, right? Like, listen. You can't leave your baby alone, so you just need to be there, right? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm saying most of it. I'm not saying it's all of it, but like most of it is just being there, making sure nothing's that. Because uh, when a baby's a baby, like especially, especially as a father, like you just got to be like, you can't really breastfeed or anything. So you're just looking at it again. No, most I mean, of, bro, most of Some my of time is, is what is like, you know, making sure my son don't kill himself. That's not even yeah, a joke. Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. That you have, so you have yeah. to yeah. stand outside and don't kill yourself quietly. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard me on the phone? Like, have you, have you been on the phone with me when Judah's in the background? Judah! It's violent. Yeah. Um, Isha, you, you're good with kids, I bet. Isha, you, you love kind of lovable uncle vibe to you, you know? Absolutely. So, my, my younger brother is 10 years younger than me. I was responsible for changing his nappies, feeding him, all this stuff, because my mum fell ill after she gave birth to him. And then all my nephews and nieces, they all want to hang out with me, but especially when they're your son's age now, Athena, because I feel like away from their mum, I'm the closest thing they've got to like that <laughs> soft bosom kind of feeling warm. Yeah, you're like a human soft play area, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I've, there have been so many babies who, when I've held them, have like tried to grab for my nipple with their mouth and I'm like, you know, <laughs> I need to lose weight, but it's fine. And they just, I mean, um, or wear a thicker t-shirt, Ishan, you're holding yeah. people's babies. Stop holding them bare-chested. <laughs> Don't hold them there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't help it. It's the positioning of it. It's the fact you did this. Give me your shoulder. Give me your shoulder. I think I, I, I think I, I think I, I, I qualify because I'm you don't. A- You've got three champagne bottles behind you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but they're empty, which means I celebrate life as much as possible. So, there you go. That's number one. So. 
there's Athena knows that the kids would be um a, a priority all the time. And I'm obsessed with her kids. And so I'll just be doting all day. And a child is the perfect for someone who struggles with attention, a child and all of their quirks and idiosyncrasies is perfect all day. Me and a baby all day focus on this it. Is also- this is a pitch, not I'll oh, breastfeed your child, my child <laughs> yeah. oh my child That's a pitch, guys. That's a exactly. pitch. No, Dane, 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 Dane would be like talking to the child like it's an adult, like it'll be crying, like I can't cry because in the real world, the white man will take. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like Dane, Dane, the child is nine months, like Dane. <laughs> but already at nine months, children already understand the 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 the, 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 the like things like emotional trauma. So I'd be like ASMR, I'd be like, you are born survivor of the middle passage you are born of kings and queens and it's like asmr in it and then i'll be like playing like high vibrational music as well just to increase like you know higher molecular mitochondrion reproduction i don't know like, what you just said bro that's what i'm saying <laughs> all the science man. making an older child and then he'd be he'd be just there sitting next to me listening to very soft motown being played all the time i've got a whole plan so guys thank you for coming to do this episode and, and, I, and we're not going to do the normal format of everyone having a question but I, i'm going to pose a question that we can play out for a little bit longer and then we'll we'll wrap this 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 brilliant time up which is you know we started this show dane in april the first episode went out in april 2018 we sat in brixton oh. with k curd and recorded a, a first episode M- my question to you all is um can you can you believe or <laughs> do you know how do you feel about those last almost three years um, <laughs> a lot has happened in that time. I'll go first. I um, I kind of slept walked into the whole thing with the podcast. So I, I didn't really have that much of a frame of reference when Howard came with the idea and stuff. So it was like uh, just making sure you find yourself somewhere on a regular basis and interview people and put together content. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess um, in terms of everyone that's a guest now on the hundredth episode, it's always good to be able to have reliable friends and colleagues, both in and outside the industry, that will help you uh, support a brand and a vehicle. And so, yeah, I mean, with the kind of to be the truth be told, like I'm not always that enthused about talking to people randomly for an hour if I'm not being paid to or if I don't need to. So, having guests that um, you know you do encourage conversations and make the whole experience very comfortable makes it so much more enjoyable. And I think a lot of the time, when it comes to most of my comedy formats. Um, and people ask me to suggest talent like these. You guys are normally the names that always come up off the top of my head. Um, so <clears throat> if it's not this or famous, it's always like these, always, always the go-to. So for me... Well, my phone hasn't rung for a while. <laughs> <laughs> With you on the phone to your new friends. <laughs> your QI friends. Yeah, your QI, QI friends. Friend. I never got... No, I, I got a phone call for QI at yeah, Ishan. So maybe that's why. But no, it's it's um it's been it's been really fun. I mean, I think um obviously the, the podcast has been able to increase in listenership and um but I'd say what has been the constant and I think for me it's always been the best USP has been the quality of guests and stuff and um questioning things is all much it was easier with people you can kind of talk to. So um yeah, yeah. I can I can definitely believe it. Um and I'm just very happy that people are still enthused in terms of audience still listening. And uh, Howard, were you talking about the podcast particularly, or just the three years in general? Well, a bit of both, really. Obviously, for Dane, it's you know, it has we, we, me, and him have spent these three years kind of recording. I mean, I've spent a hundred hours. That's a that's a lot of time we've spent recording stuff together, Dane. Fucking hell. Um, and um, but for you guys, you know, not sick, not sick of you, not sick of you yet, Howard. And that that means a lot because I, my tolerance for most people is so low. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm like a ringtone. I'm kind of annoying to start with, and then I'm kind of catchy, I think. Um, but um, how I describe a ringtone, bro? I <laughs> think <laughs> you've not been here for Howard's. Um, um, he's been Howard's, Howard's basically doing an anthology of slang. So we've gone through ringtones, cochin. Cochin's cochin's a fine word. I'll teach my child like, cochin. Howard was like, Howard was like, yeah, I miss I miss having a coach. I was like, bro, that's such an old school word. Yeah, <laughs> so I've not said a coach in a, a very long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baba Tunde and Athena were still, like, still <laughs> before you weren't, weren't even parents back then, boy. Now you're like, bro, no, back in the day, I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 Athena's um, in class and they're like, Athena, come and coach. You're becoming a woman. And <laughs> this, this video will explain how. <laughs> come on, everyone, everyone, coach. And I explained how. <laughs> it was an oldie but goodie, Howard. Don't ever feel otherwise. Um, coach yeah, is right I'm up there. All the great old school words like breakbeat and breakers, you know, those kind of words. No, yeah. Howard, nowadays you got to say you're holding the vibes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> vibes, right. I'll write that down. Vibes. Vibes. Yeah, all the vibes. Or yeah. jamming is still good. I think jamming is still there. Still, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. jamming. That's the right. But um, to, just to return, how's the last three years been for you, Ishan? Do you feel like you look back on it as no, <laughs> that will be an incredibly memorable time in your life? or uh, or I think like... Like personally, for me, I feel like I've grown as a comedian in the last three years, and my profile has slightly grown um, <clears throat> in terms of the he, things I've done. Slightly grown, yeah. It's like we told Sean Walsh the other day. We're going to phone him. Yeah, like it's Sean Walsh, <laughs> me hanging out. Um, you know, <laughs> the thing is, is when Dane asked me to my my actually my comedy career, uh, I owe a, I say I owe a lot of it, but a lot of it is linked to my relationship with Dane. So Dane took a chance on me to be his tour support when I was very, very new, must've been six or eight months. And we first met when we did a gig in uh, Hamburg and I thought Dane absolutely detested me because I sat next to him on the plane. There were two seats next to each other and I, we, I sat next to him. And when the plane started taking off, there was a seat next to me that was empty and Dane just looked at me and was like, are you going to move down? I was like, whoa, this guy. <laughs> he didn't speak to me. And then when we got to Hamburg, the promoter said, okay, Ichan, the first hour is yours and the second hour is Dane's. And I was like, oh shit, I've only done this six months. So I obviously had a panic look and Dane goes, have you got an hour? I said, I've got like seven minutes, hoping it would like build a bridge. And Dane just went, oh, like that. And this is my first time having to fill an hour. But then eventually Dane asked me to do tour support. So when he asked me to do the podcast, I was just really pleased because I felt like, Oh, this is like Dane believes in me. This is a nice thing. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I believe in what the podcast is. I recommended Stephen Bush to you guys. Managed to do the yes, hookup for that yeah, yeah. From, from the New Statesman. New so, Statesman. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, it's a podcast mm. I believe in. And, you know, and for me, having done it so early on in my career, it's just nice to be associated with it and then come back to do a 100th celebration with him. Yeah. How about, how about you, Athena? How's the last couple of years been for you? Obviously, blimey, you've... Uh... You've done you've you've done something quite significant. <laughs> I've given I've given birth. I think it's a weird thing. I'm going to ask the question contextually because personally, I've got to say, the last few years have been weirdly lovely. But contextually, the world's just gone to shit, um, and it really has. Like, if you look at think about the world from 2017, 2018 to now, like we've gone through America's the, what America has done in the past eight years. That legacy will last about 100 years. You know what I mean? 500,000 people dead. 
You know, and that's just from the pandemic. What about all the other people who passed away through just their their, their poverty lines increasing yeah. and stuff? And that's just one. That's one country. And this isn't just uh, happening in America. It's happening in Brazil, another massively populous country. Happening in India, one of the most populous countries in the world. Um, and so, just the, the context of the world is it's, it's just horrible, and it's made me become more introverted. So I'm like, I can't fix the world. So I'm just going to make my own little bubble quite nice. You know, I can't be bothered to. And I, in fact, I'm sure on that episode, I was like, let's just give up. <laughs> do you know what I mean? How many, how, how many more books do we need to release about racism? There's another one out. Here's, hello, white people. This is what racism is. Isn't it bad? It's like, no, stop it. Let's just stop. And can I just say as well, in terms of my relationship with Athena, uh, one of the most uh, significant trips I remember, we drove to Bristol. We did a um, gig at the Hen and Chickens in the middle of the week. Yeah. And I remember you uh, made an observation about uh, Bake Off because it was starting to take off. And how it was like, did people realise that the whole confectionery industry was kind of underwritten by the slave trade and obviously sugar and you know molasses and the like? And I was like, hell yeah! And uh, yeah, I've always, and since then I've always valued uh, Athena's perspective and all, in a way always sought counsel from you that like, even when we've been at the fringe and all the like and stuff like that as well. And by the same token, when the world has gone to shit, I literally am just like, can I just see pictures of your children so I start to be fucking happy? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of the relationship I have with Athena is that like she'll send me a picture of um, Astra and stuff eating while I look at Astra's hair and now Ion's in, in the house as well. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's a way of being able to keep me very grounded and yeah, allow, not, uh, not allow for my... Um, Obviously, well, I guess there's a very distinct outlook to kind of descend into this bitterness and this rage. Can I just say, we've all been hustled by that question about who would you choose to... Uh, yeah, because she knows about yeah, yeah, pictures. knows I would die for her kids, that's why. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. How was in on this, right? Make us seem like bad people. Like, also, you guys are young, you've got your life to lead. Like, I'm getting older now, it's about time. I'm observing more paternity anyway, Kay. Like, you've got your whole life ahead of you, man. Like, you've got so much going for you right now. Yeah. Mr. K Curd. Mr. K Curd, how has the last couple of years been for you, man? You've done some great stuff with with, with your comedy in the last couple of years. It's been amazing, right? Um, I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. Yes, yes, it has. Yes, it has. Kay. <laughs> and it's so. And I'm it's, not it's, saying you've completed your journey, Kay. I'm just pointing yeah, out that you've done some great stuff. It's it's all about perspective, isn't it? Like I just, like, I feel like the whole. I put it on Twitter the other day. I was like, the whole world just needs a group therapy session after like this pandemic. I just feel like everybody's just angry and whatnot and it's hard not to like um soak up those sort of feelings when the whole world's going through, going through something like that do you see where i'm coming from so hmm. it's hard not to be affected by it um personally i mean i think i've um i've tried to not gain happiness from my work if that makes sense hmm. when you link uh your happiness and your mental well-being on how well you're doing in your career it is a very uh, it can be very damaging because when it's not going well, your mental health is going to be in tatters. And when it is going well, again, you shouldn't be experiencing highs like that just based off of like how, how work's going, essentially. So uh, I'm sort of learning to try and build um, happiness from other sort of things. So uh, that's what I'm sort of, that's what the last three years have sort of taught me. Like um, mm. doing, doing, stuff, doing well at work and stuff, it's all cool and good and whatever. But at the end of the day, it shouldn't be what makes you. And um, when, you, when you have conversations surrounding mental health, I feel like for a lot of men, particularly um, just due to traditional um, 
viewpoints about what it is to be a man, it's so often linked to your earning potential and, and your ability to provide, et cetera, et cetera, which is yeah. what we get a lot of our um, self-worth and self-belief from a lot of the time. So trying to um, se- separate that from, from your mind is, is something that I've trying to been, I've sort of been trying to learn. But otherwise, I mean, I suppose like um, there are, there are certain milestones I've achieved within my career, but it's like anything when you're ambitious, the goalposts keep changing. So, mm. Uh, when you hit a certain thing, you're like, "All right, what next?" And um, it, it, yeah, it, it's it's what that again, which is another reason why you shouldn't gain happiness from a lot of the stuff you do at work because you often end up, you know, like sad because you're like, "Oh, I, I thought I feel like this while when I was here, but now I still feel like what I was." So it's like, what is there um, that you need to work on in order to mm. get to that happy place? Yeah, but have you had fun though? Kay's <laughs> <laughs> answer was brilliant, Ishan. Kay's answer was. was brilliant. Leave him alone, Ishan. No, 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 no. He's, he's quite right. Um, have I had fun? I've, I've had bits of fun mixed in there with like uh, other bits that weren't so fun. But yeah, yeah I mean, I suppose I feel like um, I feel like I mean, I turned thirty in lockdown, so it's um. I, I, I stopped making old jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, well, I haven't well. mentioned the since April. Um, so um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just given me a different perspective on life as well. So, hmm. Bubba, Bubba, I've got to ask you, you're the last person to ask these last couple of years. Mm. How, I mean, how has it, how's it, how's it gone for you? It's gone all right, man. A lot. But the last three years have been a madness, my dear. Yeah, it's you. been mad right. for me. I, I, like, last year was amazing, you know? Like, really, really, really amazing. But other than that, I think just like, hey, I'm just focusing on making sure, like, the house is in order. That's about it, you get me? Just loving my wife, loving my son, and just trying to, you know, live this nice <laughs> country life and, you know, avoid... All these crazy white people that I live around now. That's Where do you live? Where do you live? I live in Stevenage. Yeah, I mean, nice. half, you're you know, kidding half. me. We live down the road from each other. I live in Nebworth. Hey, you're from he the said mix. avoiding crazy yeah, white people, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> you heard no, what he said, go, Howard. We can go I'm for a walk with the kids. Nah, cuz. Nah, Howard. We ain't got nowhere to get out of I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I didn't know no, Beverton Day, you're right. Like, someone was like, you're wearing Under Armour trainers. I can't be seen out <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Don't get twisted. My trainers are fine. He's a fine trainer. Don't get twisted. I, I started looking at sketches, bro. I start. <laughs> I started looking at sketches, bro. I'm starting to look at like walking shoes, like proper, proper walking shoes. Like, but don't they? Howard, no, we're no, going to link up, no. Howard. Don't worry, bro. We're going to link up, yeah. yeah I want to I see that. I want to see these two these two dads at brunch, <laughs> having a dad's brunch, when Howard's like, well, you know, I just, I just, we just sleep in separate bedrooms because it's easy for my life. <laughs> and then, and Babakun is like, I know what you mean. Last time we were in Barbados, my wife had said to me, yeah, you know, yeah. she needed some space as well. And I didn't know what to do. I, I can't I wait for the, the Channel beach. 4 commission as well. Howard and Bubba Cochin. Oh, it'd be so good. Cochin with the kids. Cochin with the kids. Oh, it's, it's, it's country, it's country Cochin. It's country Cochin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel like based on what everyone's kind of saying is that one of the biggest exercises for most people during lockdown has been to become comfortable and accepting of yourself. I think if you are someone who's not able to kind of deal with your own complexes and own issues internally, like 
it's been a struggle. But I think in some ways, like everyone's kind of spiritual and psychological endurance has had to come become increased and stuff like that as well. Um, and but yeah, at the same time, it's like yeah, like Athena said, the world. Well, being on Gogglebox makes it easier, though. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> chickadee chilling, chickadee chilling. Listen, it could be worse work than getting sitting down and, and getting paid to watch TV, but yeah. <laughs> there's, there's worse work out there, man. But I, I think, no, just basically even what Athena said as well is that obviously looking in very chaotic and quasi-apocalyptic times. But at the same, on a, by the same token, I guess, I look at it as, you know, there is an element to the world we live in that is, you know, we're starting to hear the, the, the faint sound of the death knell. And, you know, maybe we are in the process of contractions and giving birth to a new society and, Redrafting the way this society has kind of oh, the West is done in it. Yeah, like, let's just be the West. It has, it has, it has, and you know, <laughs> and maybe, and, and maybe, and maybe not even a, a fucking moment too soon, bro. Because like I said, like I endeavor to remind people that prior to lockdown and this whole COVID thing, like we were looking at the calm and explicit resurgence of fascism within the West and the privatization of the NHS. And I'm not saying that this hasn't disappeared, but the robustness in which the, you know, the marches of the alt-right were walking through cities and towns and just basically in the collective consciousness was just a madness and people were kind of shrugging their shoulders. And so we needed this to happen to kind of remind us of our humanity. And, you know, every now and again, sometimes we need it. You know what, Dane? I'm going to bring my guys from Tottenham to my house and I'm going to invite you to to talk because I don't know what you just said, my G. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like... I'm going to be like, yo, listen to him speak, man. Listen to him. We're getting getting to that point where, like, you know, we were people, like, the NHS was going to get privatised. Like, you had this this whole alt-right thing, seeing the rise of, like, political parties which have, like, more white supremacist leanings all over Europe and stuff. And... Yeah, it just took for Mother Nature to step in because if you look at things like the issues of housing, just issues of just employment and economics within the West anyway, there was, mm. we were, it was like, when is this shit going to stop? And, you know, the last 18 months, if nothing else, have shown us that, like, you know, there are a lot of people whose entire livelihood, their existence, hinges on the idea that I have to go to work and I have to go to this place of work to earn money to take care of my family. And they've mm. now had 12 months, which has proven that this whole um, supposed model. truth and this model by which mm. I've based my entirety of my life was never real in the first place. And I think for a lot of people, existentially, they've had to put themselves in a whole new place. I'm going to disprove you, Dane. This is a full storm. What we're doing is we're seeing the madness. But just because we've seen it doesn't mean it's going to stop. If anything, we're doing everything in our power to get back to how things were. Look at this roadmap. They they were very deliberate with this British roadmap of going back. They were like, June 21st, it goes back to normal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we haven't even we haven't even like learned anything. We haven't said June twenty first we're gonna have a different society that maybe reflects what we've learned. It's like no, things are gonna go back to normal. That's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So who's made the most money? Pharmaceutical companies, obviously, because yeah. we rely on their medicine for the vaccines. And Amazon, because why? We couldn't stop shopping. Could you yeah. imagine? We were locked in our houses and we were seeing the world crumble. And instead of learning about ourselves, we were on Amazon and we bought glow-in-the-dark toasters and, and whatever <laughs> fucking shit people are buying. So I think this point as well is like, some things have been set in stone in terms of, you know, on Twitter, everyone's become an expert about what is and isn't right about the vaccine, right? Yeah. People in the country right now are blaming, right now, the narrative has changed to, oh, black, Asian, minority, ethnic people are not taking the vaccinations, which is why we're not going to come out of this pandemic. So whilst I agree with you, Dane, I think, for me, I'm a bit more sceptical because we've all found our pockets even more because we've become so insular. Mm. Because we're in our households now, we've become even... I feel like we've got become even more insular. And I'm just a bit yeah. worried about how we're going to remember... Not even just that, though, bruv. 
Not even just that though, bro. Do you know how many people are going to end up poor after this? Like, yeah, follow ends, bro. Is that's when you're going to see the real hunger but, game. But, but this is what Athena's saying. Crime is going to go up. There's going to be Athena. But Athena's saying is that we are we are we are on the cusp. Really, really, as essentially, it's a real sink or swing moment, particularly in Western civilization, where we can choose to still try and convince ourselves that these systems have their have benefits to ourselves when it's proven that they don't. Democracy is dead. Yeah, it's yeah, democracy and the bipartisan political system as it exists is dead as well. So we're just at a crossroads where it's like we will need to determine who we are and how we do things if we're going to proceed or if we're going to have a chance of survival. And I think I think in one in some ways that that sounds like a very daunting and very like you know scary um, state. But on the other hand, we should look at it as like you know there's a lot of opportunity there. Like you know the Chinese say. It's crisis and opportunity. I think we're at a point now where... I've always said it, bring back Sharia. It's the only way. (laughs) (laughs) Now... That's your answer to everything, Ishan. (laughs) That is your answer to everything. But at the same time, it's like if people can't... If people have to socially distance, they can't build Majids, okay? (laughs) It's very hard to do that at the same time. So, you know... That being said, though, now you can translate like a Quran now, a Quranic text with an app Mm. very easily. But I just think... For comedians, especially for observers, people that are supposed to be monitoring, you know, social uh, social upheaval or change in flux and stuff, it's a really interesting time to be alive and try and chronicle uh, humanity through art. So, well, and I, I think we are very lucky. Six people sitting here able to have an outlet for what we have to say about the world uh, and this podcast, uh, which started with just a little small idea. Uh, in a uh, over uh, over over lunch, uh, hundred episodes later, uh, and today's episode has been exactly what I, I hoped it would be, Dane. Which is what we always hope for is laughs and some serious I serious talk. Right? Sponsored by today, though. <laughs> <laughs> Something respectable that we don't disagree with ethically. This uh, this this podcast is sponsored by New Life, Athena. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, sponsored hey. by New Life. But all the, all the stuff that we're like, oh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Baby boy doesn't know. Is that watch when they edit in an Uber Eats advert into this? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them that. They always fast forward it. It's fine. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's the way to look at it. It's a new new life. And yeah, uh, whatever we know, however we feel scared, it's a whole new world and a whole new chance for baby boy to decide whatever he wants to be. So yes, baby. You know. Doctor. He's going to be a doctor. Yes, Athena, the Indianness <laughs> is coming out. <laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop it. He's a black man in this world. He's going to be a doctor. You can't, he didn't have a choice. So that's that's the that's 100 episodes, Dane. That's it done. There we go. That's is, uh, time flies when you're having fun, man. Thank you so much, guys, uh, for course, supporting man. the podcast in the traditional stages. I very much uh, appreciate the support you guys always coming through for in all of my um, crazy harebrained schemes. Um, hmm. who are so hairbrained I no longer have any hair so um, thank you guys for being there through that whole time and I hope you guys have been well over lockdown um, again what are your plans and when can guys uh, find out more about you guys great stuff once we return to a new world order that's right I said new world order on a podcast eat it up YouTube conspiracy theorists so, <laughs> That's it. In case, case, case. Well, we know you can see. We know you can see Ishan on QI soon. We know that much. Other than Ishan dominating the TV waves, where can guys find you guys? Starting with uh, Miss Kublenyi. Twitter. Find me on Twitter. Say hello. I like Twitter. I live there now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm on Twitter too. Running the Twitter sphere. <laughs> Mr. Aleshi. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Instagram, Bubba Tunde Comedian, Twitter, Bubba Tunde Comedy, and I'm literally on uh, Gogglebox all year again. Nice. Yes! Yeah, back, back, on it, back on it, back on it. On the celebrity Gogglebox doing this thing. And well, mustn't it be nice? Like, just... <laughs> 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 yeah, brilliant. Uh, K Kurd, my man, the original, the first, the uh, album. Just find me on Instagram, bruv. I'll find it a lot more fun. Instagram and TikTok. I'm even on Twitter if anybody's The thing with Kate is you don't need to find him on Instagram. His videos will find you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's true, it's true. (laughs) I find like Twitter's become so divisive and annoying. So I just I love it. Also, people, let's not leave out Kate. I think he left something out in terms of your last three years. Man can give himself a trim now. Don't leave that out, bro. Yay. Don't cut his own hair and that. That's what I'm saying. Positives, positives, positives all the time. I mean, this has been a BBC commissioner's wet dream, aesthetically, if nothing. <laughs> yes. You know Do you know what? So I thought you were going to go, this has been a BBC production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, BBC Studios, then, BBC Studio Audios, whatever it is. No. The producer was Howard Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> No, this has been perfect. And Dane, I mean, 100 episodes, it, uh, we, we, you know, we're still going and we're still going strong. We haven't really even got started yet, have we? And uh, these guys will be back uh, at some point again soon because we love them. Absolutely. But just know, if you were a grime artist with a uh, prefix big, you'd have had this about four years ago. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been fun and, and also and also thank you to you as well Howard I appreciate uh, coming to me with the idea and obviously obviously mm. taking care of a large amount of the logistics behind the microphone and stuff man so it, it uh, genuinely makes my life better like I, I you know we all make things creatively and you know what like this genuinely makes my life better doing this show my my wife even tolerates me doing it and editing it so uh, you know and shout out Tara as well for making this happen and putting the money behind this scruff bag that is Howard so that he can <laughs> yeah uh, you are rich wife vibes everywhere and for 25% off Uber Eats on your first call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also also to say as well um, a massive 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 uh, thanks to the uh, listeners those of you that continue to support the podcast weekly as well as sharing it and making more people aware of it as well um, again yeah please continue to support question everything because the whole ethos is that you know as we discussed with my uh, amazing guests that um, the first step in changing your reality is to question it first so um, I hope you can continue to do that both on and off of the podcast and um, always work towards a, a high, higher state of being and a universal love and all that everybody so big up yourselves and uh, keep questioning things in it we're about You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him on Twitter at DaneBaptweets or Instagram at DaneSnapTeast. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Howard Cohen. The show is mixed and mastered by Audio Culture. You can follow Audio Culture on Instagram at WeAreAudioCulture. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DBQE Podcast. That was our 100th episode. Thank you to all our guests, Kay Kurd, Ishan Akbar, Babatunde Aleshi and Athena Kuklenu. Thank you to everyone who supports us at Acast and Dane's management team, particularly you, Lydia. Thank you. But thanks most of all to our listeners, We've been going for 100 episodes now and it means the world that you keep listening to our show and enjoying it. So keep listening, guys. We'll be back soon. 
keep questioning everything. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.